Today on Lockdown Red Wings, Tyler Bertuzzi's on the trade block and also previewing that matchup against the Vancouver Canucks. You're Locked On Red Wings, your daily podcast on the Detroit Red Wings, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to the Lockdown Red Wings podcast. We are your hosts, Brian Fisher and Scotty Bentley. Scotty, of course, also host over at Locked On Tigers. And uh, I want to thank you guys for making us your first listen every single day. We are free and available on all platforms. Crossed 500 subscribers, Scotty. Happened overnight. Woke up you in the morning. I was crazy. like, oh, hey, it's there. One of, uh, one, of my, one of my boys texted me at like, I don't know, two in the morning. Um, it, was like, it was like, hey, hey guess what? And uh, I responded what, and then I went to bed after I said what and didn't get the text till the next morning. But um, he was like, yeah, I'm going to be honest. I unsubscribed when you guys had 500 to get to 499, then resubscribed so I could be 500. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was like, thanks, brother. Appreciate it. <laughs> Shout out Sam. Shout out Sam for 500. Uh, 500 for the second time. Because he unsubscribed yeah. to get us back below the marker to get us back yeah, to the marker. To to, to I don't know if he unsubscribed. We were at four ninety nine and then waited, or if whether we was at five hundred and did it. But he he was technically five hundred. Yes, that's funny. That's that's a really funny way of doing it. Um, do do we congratulate somebody if if he if we were at five hundred and he unsubscribed to go to four ninety nine? Do we thank him or we go what the hell, man? We we just got to the marker and you, you, you took it from us. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree, man. I agree. <laughs> um, so yesterday I texted you a tweet that had go- uh, started to make its rounds on social media. It was Frank Saravelli of uh, Daily Faceoff. He made a radio appearance and he said that Tyler Bertuzzi is available. So Steve Eiserman has basically said there are two untouchables on this team. And that is Lucas Raymond and Moritz Sider. And there's some deeper implications to that. He didn't say Dylan Larkin, which is a little bit weird, weird for sure. But Tyler Bertuzzi being open for business and trade talks. Now, we had heard rumors, heard tell, that back during the summer, Iserman was not necessarily shopping him, but taking phone calls. But I thought with how Bertuzzi had played, during the first half of the season that those trade rumors had kind of dissipated, that he had kind of set himself up as a cornerstone of this team going forward. But here we go, you know, less than a week from the trade deadline. And we're hearing rumors that Tyler Bertuzzi is being shopped or on the block, or he's taking phone calls, however you want to say it. And I guess my question for you, Scotty is, do you think that's the right move? Do you, how much truth do you think there is to this matter? Well, I think those are two very different questions, brother. Yeah. Um, I, 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 will, I will say this. There is no chance, no chance for people that are anxious about it or whatever. There is a, a 0% chance that Steve Eiserman is just going to trade Burt to trade Burt. And you're going to be upset with the return. He's only going to do this if everyone is chill 
with the return on a on a pretty um on a pretty what universally accepted uh type of return i guess is what i'm trying to say i i don't see any universe in which bird is traded and it's like it's like oh yeah like we got you know a third round pick that's an exaggeration but like you get what i'm saying i, I don't think there's going to be yeah. any misconception or any like like oh like we could have gotten more we could have gotten more i think it's going to be okay we traded bert and we got something for it now on the on the the should they type of thing there's a wild misconception in my eyes it's a misconception maybe you disagree and we can have a discussion about it i don't think that trading Bert is like this thing that's gonna like oh the the rebuild set back now or oh we're we're not as close to competing as we thought we still have like two to three I've even seen four years yeah. until we compete again that's that's I wholeheartedly disagree with that you don't only trade people for draft picks that's not how it, you can trade someone for a a a, a hot 22 year old prospect you know what i'm saying like, what, what happened last year right and 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 you look at the mantha return you get you get two first and you get a guy who has been one of if not our best pure scorers when he's been on the ice you you can do that type of trade with somebody who gives you multiple people of that regard this this notion that oh if you trade bert that means like we're not as close to competing as we thought, and it's going to be another two to three years is preposterous to me. Yeah, I go back and forth on that whole debate. And actually, there there has been multiple people I follow on Twitter that I have a ton of respect for their opinion on Red Wings hockey that uh, differ on that very matter. Like you just said, the two decide like the two um, dissenting opinions on the matter is Red Wings aren't ready. But by the time the, the Red Wings are ready to compete, Bertuzzi is going to be out of his prime. His value is never going to be higher. Trade him. Or another guy saying, you know, they hold on to Bertuzzi this offseason, make moves to make the team better. And it really comes down to, honestly, I think this 10-game stretch has had a huge impact on the decision. Obviously, the Red Wings were never going to buy at this deadline. It just wasn't the right environment for it. But the wheels have absolutely come off. And I think it's it's the, 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 the gears have shifted now because – while they're not tanking, they're tanking down the standings, even intentionally or not. They're I not think competing, yeah. They're not competing anymore. Um, whether or not that's just a, a bad coaching, bad, bad motivation, that's up, up for debate. But I think this last 10-game stretch right before the trade deadline has definitely shifted the gears towards selling at the deadline rather than standing pat. And now with guys like Ben Chirut, Ben Chirot going getting a first round pick a 32 a 30 year old defenseman whose advanced metrics are do not look favorably on him just netted a first round pick i mean you have a guy like Tyler Bertuzzi who could get you a haul but then again the core of that belief goes back to how far away do you think this team is if you trade bertuzzi is that signaling that yeah you're still a couple more years away and like part of me and i hate to be a fence sitter i really do scotty but i honestly i i'm not sure because you hold on to Bertuzzi and you make a splash in free agency. I think the team could compete as early as next year for a playoff spot. But if you want to wait until the team's got a more solid of a foundation, you trade Bertuzzi, get a couple of young prospects or first round picks. Cause 
I mean, that the market is set now, and the Red, the Red Wings could get a haul for a guy like Bertuzzi. You yeah, could really I, set yourself up well in the future, but then again, you're assuming prospects pan out. Yeah, co- completely. And and the fact that, again, if, if you... Like, I, there's just the the notion that if, if you trade Bert, it's going to be for a bunch of, you know, draft picks and a bunch of dudes that aren't going to be in the NHL for like two to three years is just preposterous. Like, that's that's not... That's not the case necessarily, and you can you can absolutely trade him to a team with a loaded farm system that is that is competitive and can still use him. So I don't know, uh, pick pick a team, New York for like the Rangers, for instance. You I know mean, what I mean? Who, like who great use farm, a versatile, versatile top six four. Right, very like having a good season could absolutely use help and have a really, really good, you know, young bet of talent that uh, they can maybe afford to to lose some of those guys. And and if you get two, even three NHL-ready young prospects that all have pretty, like, reasonably bright futures, that's that, that puts you still in line to compete as early as next season, just as it is with Burt uh, on the team. Like, it's... They're, it just it's 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 wild to me how many people just assume oh if if we trade and I'm this isn't even me advocating like hey we need to trade Bertuzzi that's not what I'm saying all I'm saying is if it does happen that there 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 is no oh this sets the rebuild back or oh we're behind now or oh I I thought we were a lot closer competing like that's that that's just not true at all in my eyes. Yeah, it's just that's where it gets tough because you get a player like Bertuzzi who's so last year when Mantha got traded, it made sense because he was underperforming his contract. You signed him to an extension. He wasn't performing well. Bertuzzi, that's not the case. He's been playing incredibly well this season. Absolutely. That's why it's hard when you you talk about trading a guy. The futures you could get back out of him are would be insane. I mean, you're talking for at least at minimum a first round pick and a prospect, but is it worth getting up a guy who can help you compete in the short term? You know, what, what does that short term look like? And, and we will, we'll continue this conversation because, you know, I'll read off his stat line and his contract situation and his age. And, and we'll get into that and more of the, the, the nitty gritty parts of it. But first I got to talk to you guys today about BetOnline.net. It's that time of year and college basketball tournament is finally upon us from all the latest odds, contests and player props. BetOnline.net is the number one source for all your sports betting needs and info. BetOnline remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sport sport wagering information needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino games. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. BetOnline, where the game starts. All right, Scotty. BetOnline. BetOnline. <laughs> I wanted to sneak up on you there. You did. You snuck it up on me. Uh, Tyler Bertuzzi just turned 27, uh, this February 24th. He is on a, he's got one more year left on a four and a half million dollar a year contract. He's got 48 points, 24 goals, 24 assists in 50 games played. So just under a point per game. And his next point will set him as a career best. Um, Frank Saravelli in his, uh, report on the trade, uh, trade possibility, his trade board, said that one team this week referred to Bertuzzi as an incredibly annoying, slightly less skilled version of Brad Marchand. That, of course, was meant as a compliment. Yeah, I mean, 
<laughs> he's going to be a, he would be a great piece on a team that's trying to win right now to then extend him and keep their window open. Um, the biggest reason I'm hearing why people would are pro trade Bertuzzi is because of the fact that he's 27 and they don't see the Red Wings being competitive. And I mean, talking about Stanley cup contender competitive in the next three, four five years when Bertuzzi, a player, and this is their argument, a player, the style of Bertuzzi is going to be effective because a lot of people, and I've heard this, and I think this is a little false, are equating him to like a Justin Ablocator type with his his uh, physicality, where his advanced metrics have him basically plummeting after he hits the age of 30, plummeting hard. But this, if another team, I see, comparing him to Brad Marchand, that's a highly different comparison. Harry. And if teams are holding him in that regard, then what's so wrong with holding on to him? I mean, players are still effective. Brad Marchand's in his 30s, and he's still, you know, he's a, on the ice. He's a, a pest, sometimes too much of a pest out here, punching goalies in the face for no reason. But he's amazing pure goal scorer at the same time. So that's an incredible value to have. And I just... For sure. You could get a lot back for him, and that would really help build the team for the future. But also, why can't he be that cornerstone for the team? Right, and... and- Nothing I said in the first is me saying that he couldn't be that either. Like he, I think there is absolutely a route where this team continues the path it's on and is a competitive, you know, Stanley cup contender with Bertuzzi on the team. I think that is a hundred percent possible and, and, and that route exists, but I think that you can move him for multiple pieces and have the route and the timeline be the exact same. I I, I don't think you, I, I believe that you can move on from him and bring in enough pieces in the return that you can justify not uh, adjusting or pushing back the timeline whatsoever. I, I also believe that. Yeah, so, so I, I I think it's it's uh and and like at the end of the day he plays he plays winger. I I think I think Nolan said this actually on Twitter. More people play winger than than just about anything else. Uh, you know what I mean? Like that's a and his style is not necessarily replicable. I'm not trying to say Bird is just like an easy to replace player. He's obviously been unbelievable this season. Um, but. You, you you can you can find wingers to fill in. And again, I'm I'm not advocating like oh you know we should absolutely move them. It makes the most sense, but it 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 makes it it is very possible to make sense moving him as well. That's yeah. I'm that saying. that's what makes this art this conversation so enthralling. Like I don't want to trade Bertuzzi. I love him on the team, and I mean the guy's got going to have 50 points in almost as many games for the Detroit Red Wings on this Detroit Red Wings team. He's got the best expected goals for percentage on the team at like 50.63. He has been any line you slot him on. He has been effective, but that's also, again, what makes him such an alluring trade piece. And I understand the argument that he's 27. You know, the team's not going to be winning a Stanley cup in the next two, three years, likely. Now they could become competitive and become a playoff team in that span. But if you want to capitalize on his value, then yeah, I understand the argument to moving him. It would just, the problem with any time you trade a player 
is that is what you're going to get back in return going to pan out at all? And obviously the higher round pick you're going to get or the, you know, the better player you're going to trade is going to net you the better prospect in return. But you know you have a very good player in Kyler Bertuzzi right now. Do you really want to give that up for the possibility that you could have a really good player, a younger, really good player down the line? The other argument, of course, is that he's making four and a half million right now. If he continues mm-hmm. playing this well, he's going to get himself a nice contract that's going to count against the cap. For sure. So, I, I mean, mean, like, I understand both sides of it. I just we don't have really the know cap. Where I, like, yeah. in that regard, on the other end, like, we, we have the cap to afford him if we want to. Right like, now. But when the team's trying to win a Stanley Cup, is that going to come back and bite them in the ass? If his play does decline, like some advanced metrics indicate. Sure. I mean, sure. If, if he's not as productive as what we end up giving him, like, a- absolutely. Um, but, but I mean, at, at the time pen hit paper, like, we would have more than enough money to, to suffice it. Yeah, absolutely. The, the, and and to your point, where you know, taking a chance on one guy coming back and being that, I I again I think that there's a very real possibility that it would be multiple dudes. Like oh, I, yeah, I know. I like it's not gonna be. A, I don't think there's any prospect out there. Well, of reason that you could you know one for one him for. I think you'd end up getting, uh, you know, a few guys back. So then you start asking the that same question, but instead of you saying, oh, or, you know, trading for one guy that could turn into the production of him. Oh, can these three dudes, two dudes, surpass or, or match the production? If it's match, that's probably a failure on your part. If it's comfortably surpass, then that's obviously a good move. Well, and you're automatically going to get a better package out of this deal than you would normally because he's not a rental because you still have another right. full season of Tyler Bertuzzi after this season. Which, ends. again, his value was never going to be higher. Yeah. and Because he's going to get more money in his next contract, and if you wait any more past this deadline, you're talking about one season versus a season and a half or next deadline even half a season versus a he, season and a half. He's on a good contract playing a really good game. Yes, uh, this is no matter what he does the rest of his career, this trade deadline will forever be the most valuable he he will ever yeah, be in a best trade. Best bang package. for your buck, definitely. Right. Um, in a trade could, package. Not, yeah, he, not, he I'm could not turn saying out, he won't get better or worse. I'm saying yeah, in exactly. a trade situation, this is easily the most valuable he'll ever be. Now, the one thing to consider, too, is his vaccination status. Um, he is one of two active players in the NHL right now who is. It's up um, to two now. It's up to two. Archibald of Edmonton actually uh, finally oh, came back in Mayo in Edmonton. Yep. Yeah. It, it's it's weird. Dude's unvaccinated. Had myocarditis. I I don't want to get into it. It's, yeah. No. 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 Up, no. We, I don't want to get into it either. I'm, I I just genuinely that was news to me. That's all. I thought Bert was the only one. So yeah, Bertuzzi can't play in Canada. So that is going to affect his trade value a little bit negatively. But I know Canada is finally easing on their restrictions. So maybe a trade to a Western market that has more Canadian teams is in the cards. But I know as of right now, a team like maybe the Metropolitan Division would be the best place for them because they have the least amount of opportunity to play a uh, Canadian team in the early rounds of the playoffs, at least. Yeah, for sure. Um, I yeah, I mean, it definitely throws, uh, you know, you're, you're eliminating, what, six teams in your, in your trade market. So yeah. like, that that automatically makes it makes it a little something more than than normal. But that also hasn't seemed to. Well, I can't even say that because he's one of only two people that are on back. So um, but I, I mean, based on what 
the other trades we have seen so far have been. I mean, it looks like the market's hot, and it looks like we we I, I'm no matter what happens with Burt, I am excited for what we could potentially get for Letty and Vlad because those ones I think are probably as good as gone. Yeah, at this point, especially with the last ten games, and um. At, at the very minimum, even if Burt stays, which, again, I don't want any of this to be twisted as me being anti-Burt staying. Very fine with it. Um, I, I, I think that those two being that those are pretty much slam dunk guarantees. Uh, I'm pretty pumped based on what the returns have been so far. Yeah, I like I came in here. I'm like, I'm going to make a definitive decision on whether or not I want to stay or leave. I honestly can't because there's, there's pros and there's cons to both. It all comes down to where this team is at in the rebuild and how fast that they're going to rebuilding all, all season long. I was saying that they're ahead of the rebuild. You know, they took a huge step forward. We were thinking they're taking an incremental step forward. Well, these last 10 games have proved that the wheels have not just fallen off. The wheels have goddamn exploded. I mean, they're just, I, this team is a completely different team than what I've been seeing. And so now it's, you're playing that bouncing after well, were they, how much were they overperforming in the early parts of the season versus like what they are now. So now I'm starting to, you know, get a little dose of reality. And I'm like, well, maybe, you know, doing another Anthony Manta-esque trade this season isn't the worst idea in the world. It, but then I'm also like, oh, it wouldn't wanna... I, like I, I totally understand the, the the value he has. And like I said, I'm if if Steve says, you know, like Bert's part of the long term plan and he ends up staying, then I'm I'm all about it. Like he he's going to be a productive part of this team for 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 many years if uh if we choose to to have that be the case and, and he's going to be a, a valuable member of the team when we're competitive again i i strongly believe that i i love bert's game but you, if if the return if you're getting two nhl ready prospects and a pick or or three nhl ready prospects i mean that, that doesn't slow the timeline down at all. It covers more bases on the team of what you need. Imagine, imagine you trade Burt. You, you, you get a high pick and a, a winger prospect and a defensive prospect. I mean, like that, you know what I mean? That, that sounds fantastic. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, it's not, it, 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 I, I don't, what I'm trying to say is everybody with everything today tries to make everything like, Black and super white. Super black and white or like super. You have to be all in or all out or, or there's only one right way to do this. There are a million right ways to build uh, build up a hockey team. There have been a lot of different strategies. There's a lot of different ways. There's even more ways not to do it, which is what makes it so complicated. But there's plenty of different ways to, to build up a team and to go through a rebuild. There's not a there's not a set way to do it or else anybody could do it. So no, you're hundred percent right. I think that there is a path for both options. And I, I don't want that to come across as me just like copping out and like, Oh, like I'm just not going to give an answer. It is a, 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 a objective in my eyes that there is a route the Red Wings can take and hold on to Burt and, and still be competitive. And there is a route to take that does not push back the timeline at all. That also, leads to us being, uh, you know, championship contenders. And I'm, I'm very intrigued at 
what and, and I trust Steve at the end of the day, which yeah. is really nice. Like I, I I'm not anxious at all because I I know he's not going to give him away just to give him away. He's not just on the block to be traded. We we saw what we got for Mantha. I would expect probably more. Than what I we honestly got for Mantha. yeah because the only difference the only leg up that Mantha has on Bertuzzi is the length of the contract remaining. Is that the Wash Capitals were going to get more years out of Mantha than they were out of Bertuzzi? But Bertuzzi isn't underperforming like Mantha is. Right. So Bertuzzi, you got one more year of a guy who's fifty point caliber at the minimum, minimum fifty point caliber. That's a top six forward on any NHL team. Absolutely. So you're going to get at least first and a Vrana esque player or comparable to Tyler Bertuzzi as Vrana was for Mantha, and then maybe one other thing. You know, you got the extra, I think you got the extra first round pick out of the Mantha deal because you took on the Richard Ponick deal or uh, contract for the rest of the season. But, right. I mean, this is, guys, 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 this, if they trade Bertuzzi, it could be a hole. And Steve Eiserman preached patience when he took over the GM role. And I know that he is looking at these next two drafts, especially as very fortuitous for the Red Wings' future. It's upcoming draft. Got yeah. some dogs. And next year's supposed to be even better. Got some dogs. So yeah. I can completely understand while you don't want to waste prime years out of a guy like Dylan Larkin and Tyler Bertuzzi, why you would look at those next two drafts and go, well, these are the years we really got to be in the mix. And again, not to say you can't get both. We got both for, for Mantha. We got an NHL-ready prospect that is, is part of the future plans of the team, and we got two first. There's nothing that says that that's not of a really similar type of package that you could get for Burt. Well, and right now, so the big concern is wasting the primes of the players that are here, wasting the prime of Dylan Larkin and Tyler Bertuzzi. You tried to trade Tyler Bertuzzi, Lord above can't pronounce his name. Uh, you keep Dylan Larkin. Dylan Larkin's a skill type player who's going to age really well if he avoids major injuries. So even if you're not playoff caliber contender, and he's only 25, 25. so if it takes another three or four years... He's still going to be in his prime when this team's good again. If you are bad enough to be in the lottery mix for the next two this year and the next season on, and and like I said earlier, I I there is a I I've, I don't I don't want to just repeat myself this whole time, but there is a very feasible package Game out podcast. there that <laughs> there's a very feasible and 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 reasonable expectation I think to be had that if you traded Burt. The, the return would not be uh, something that would push the timetable back three years, yeah. like some people are saying. I think that's pretty ridiculous. Yeah, and like, and I've said it a million times, and I mean it. I'm, I'm over it. Tanking, done with. I'm over it. Yep. It's dumb. Tanking's stupid. Yeah, we all are. We've, we've done it for enough years. I, I'm tired of this team stinking. And this year, they've shown flashes of life. Like the 10-game stretch, again, bad, been bad. But they've taken a step forward. I don't want that anymore. I don't want the tanking. But... If the team is naturally that bad, then clearly they still need the talent. Hit in the mix for these great drafts. It is what it is. But then, then we're kind of starting to get into a different topic, and we have plenty of draft to, uh, stuff to talk about yeah, this um, in the next few months. Fun, baby. Especially now that the team is probably going to miss the playoffs. We're going to have a couple extra months of uh, time to fill. Scotty, we kind of burned most of our time here, but let's talk a little bit about the Vancouver Canucks matchup that is going to happen tonight. Uh, last time, last time these two teams played was right at the start of the season. Vancouver came to Detroit. Wings won three to one. And where's this um, one? This one is in Vancouver. So no Burt, no Burt, and of course no Fabry. 
So your lineup's going to probably look very similar to what it did uh, the other night. Second line, Giovanni Smith, though. Hey, you know what? They played so well the first, the first He's time. He's like that. He's like that. He's like that. Um, the Vancouver Canucks have been playing a lot better lately since they've on, undergone their head coaching change. They're two points out of a playoff spot, fifth in the Pacific Division, 30, 24, and 7. Pacific Division is nuts that you're fifth in the Pacific, six games above 500, but that's a different story. Uh, JT Miller leads the team with 73 points in 59 games. Quinn Hughes, the defenseman. Second on that list with 49 points in 57 games. Elias Pettersson, 42 points in 59 games. It goes down from there, guys. Um, when it comes to advanced metrics, their best player is um, Connor Garland. 53% expected for goals, 4 percentage. Pretty damn good. Uh, yeah, they're, a, they're a, a young, really good team who is a young, really good goaltender in Thatcher Demko. Yeah, and, and I think then. The, the Canucks have always been, to me, like that one team that uh, I can never, like, figure them out, I guess. Like, historically, like, they've always been a team that I'm like, I don't really know, like, what you're doing. Uh, and I, I feel like now they, in, within the last couple of years, they finally got a little bit of a direction going. And, and like you said, they got some young talent on there. Uh, I, I think that, I don't, I don't know. Like, I, I wanted to say, oh, I think this is a winnable game. But, like, at this point, I mean. Every game's goodness. a winnable game. Let's go, Scotty. Yeah, well, <laughs> lost 9-2 to Arizona, by the way. Um, oh. oh. <laughs> we, got, we, we scored seven and lost by three in this stretch, too. Like, this is just, <laughs> this is uh, the last. The last 10, 11 games have been wild, as we all know. And part of me is kind of excited because I do think this is a winnable game, but part of me is also like I am just preparing for the worst at puck drop every single night at this point. You know, not, what maybe not the me? worst, but just mayhem. You know what excites me about watching a team like uh, the Vancouver Canucks? And it's a lot of the same reasons why I get excited watching a team like the Minnesota Wild play the Detroit Red Wings is because – they're a young upcoming team and sure. they show flashes of what Detroit can be in the next couple of years. Now, Vancouver had a couple issues at the start of the season. They had to get oust their, their head coach. Um, they had contract issues that was causing a rift in the locker room, but have since kind of come together and have gone on a hot stretch lately to get themselves back in the playoff mix. I mean, you got a young goaltender who has been playing great this season. You have Elias Pettersson. You have uh, Quinn Hughes, who was taking just one pick after Philip Zadina. He was going to be Phil, Quinn Hughes was going to be a Detroit Red Wing until Philip Zadina dropped. I'm sorry, guys. That's what was going to happen. And then Philip Zadina dropped. Not that I'm unhappy with Philip Zadina, but Quinn Hughes is really freaking good. Yeah, Red Wings need a lot of help on defense. Um, but they are they're a young team that is is up and coming, and I just love seeing teams like that because I'm like, this is what the Red Wings could be in the next couple of years. Honestly, I think Vancouver's timeline's been weird. Um, I don't think they've really st stuck to like a strict rebuild timeline. I think it's just kind of come together at the right time for them. I, I agree. I, I think it started. Yeah. It started two seasons ago. You started seeing pieces fall into place, and 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 like I said, I, they've always kind of confused me in my adult life. And now I, I I think that they they actually if if they so choose, they actually have a direction that they could end up in a pretty good spot. Yeah. Um. X factor in this game. If the Red Wings are going to finally break this six game losing streak, 
Why and who is it going to be? Uh, I'm I can't answer why. I don't think anyone can answer why. Uh, who is it going to be? Um, let's go with maybe. Hmm. It's hard to pick an X factor these days. It, re- it really is. Uh, I'm I'm just gonna go for the dog. Let's go, Giovanni Smith. I knew you were gonna do that. Let's go, Giovanni. Let's just oh. let's just. You know, everybody else has been has been kind of spiraling. Giovanni hadn't got a lot of playing time, and now he he's gonna start getting a, a lot more again because of the injuries. Positive metrics across the board. Last game. Let's 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 say it's Giovanni. I'm gonna go with the veteran who has been playing a lot, pretty hot lately, and uh, Sam Gagne. Uh, he a, had a a Gagne game, perhaps. I think we're gonna have a Gagne game. He's oh, been feeling himself the last couple of games. Um, you know, tying his dad or beating his dad's uh, record for NHL. And I say record, but like his dad played 946 games. Now Gagne's played 947 NHL games, and you know he had a goal, a couple nice really passes, a couple nice scoring chances. He's 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 in the zone right now. And when Sam Gagne goes in the zone, he's suddenly a completely different player. So that's my pick for X Factor. Um, um, any final thoughts, man? Um, listen to everything that was said and don't take a sound bite and then freak out about it on this episode. <laughs> no, what um, I want to let us know what you guys to think. What was said. Let us know in the comments what you guys think. Tyler Bertuzzi, trade him, keep him. What do you think your opinion is? Because. Honestly, like Scotty said, it's not black and white. I think there is a there is a route for both to be true. I think there is a route to being competitive with both. So uh, let us know what you guys' thoughts because I sure as hell can't decide because I love the man and he's a good hockey player. But when I think about that return, I start to get a little greedy. <laughs> I think everybody does. I think that I think that is the dilemma. I think that is so. Uh, yeah, listen and then voice your opinions, and we ball. You want people to listen before voicing their opinions. I, I mean, ideally. In a perfect world, maybe. <laughs> sure. 500 subscribers. Thanks, guys. Uh, My thanks fumble, getting, baby. Where are we at in subs- uh, Twitter followers? Oh, that's a good question. Checking. Right I think now. we're still, I think we're like, we're, we're barely. One off. Oh we are God. one follower away from 1,999 Twitter followers as of recording this we're at 1253 a.m. on Thursday. Guys, come on. We are we'll one the new- follower away. That's actually Th- really funny. That is really too funny. Uh, thanks for making Lockdown Red Wings your first listen every single day. Now make your second listen Lockdown Fantasy Hockey. Host Steel Roden and Flip Livingstone help you become the expert of your fantasy league. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts. Scotty and I will be back tomorrow with a post-game recap. Um, better be at 2,000 at that time, guys, or uh, I'm going to come after you. Every single one of you, individually. Uh, same time, same place. It's your team every day. Every I, love day. I, I love you guys. Seriously. Don't, I, I, wasn't, I wasn't being real.